Good morning and welcome to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. We're a spiritual community dedicated to many things. We have seven principles. One of them is the free and responsible search for truth and meaning. One of them is the democratic process. We try to promote all seven and um, you can read them if you want to on our website. We come from a heritage of teaching that there's a spark of the divine in everyone. And so in the spirit of that heritage, let us greet the divine this morning by turning to the people around us and welcoming them here. Let us say together the words by which we light the chalice, which is the symbol of our faith. We light the fire of truth and ask to be clear, wise, and humble enough to admit when we don't know. We kindle the warmth of community and ask for open-heartedness and patience. We are grateful to the spirit of life and ask to learn the secret to loving and being loved. Our call to worship this morning was written by a poet named Philip Larkin. He was a white British poet born in Coventry in 1922 and he worked as a librarian, yay, librarians, for his, <laughs> for his entire professional life and published several books of poetry. This one is Water. If I were called in to construct a religion, I should make use of water. Going to church would entail affording to dry different clothes. My liturgy would employ images of sousing, a furious, devout drench, and I should raise in the east a glass of water where any angled light would congregate endlessly. This congregation has written its mission statement, and we revisit it every seven years to see if it needs to evolve. This one is about a year old. We say it together to remind us what guides us in our decision-making and in our movement toward the future. Together, we nourish souls, transform lives, and do justice to build the beloved community. Today's reading is by Wendell Berry. He is a white Kentuckian novelist, poet, essayist, environmental activist, cultural critic, and farmer. Water. I was born in a drought year. That summer, my mother waited in the house, enclosed in the sun and the dry, ceaseless wind, for the men to come back in the evenings, bringing water from a distant spring. Veins of leaves ran dry, roots shrank, and all my life I have dreaded the return of that year, sure that it still is somewhere like a dead enemy's soul. Fear of dust in my mouth is always with me, and I am the faithful husband of the rain. I love the water of wells and springs and the taste of roofs in the water of cisterns. I am a dry man whose thirst is praise of clouds and whose mind is something of a cup. My sweetness is to wake in the night after days of dry heat Hearing rain. 
At this time in our service, we enter into a time of meditation and prayer so that we might speak or listen to God as we understand God or listen to our inner wisdom or just watch our breath as it comes in and out of our bodies. Let us enter into a time of quiet meditation and prayer.
Across the country in this period of time, early September, UU congregations are having a water ceremony for ingathering. They call it that because in the olden days, um, and some churches still do this, the UU churches used to close down in the summertime and people would go to Maine. And um, Nobody in the Northeast understood why we went to Asbury Park. They were like, you don't go to Maine? We're like, we go down to shore. <laughs> and then in September, there would be an in-gathering, and people would bring water from the places they'd been and mingle them together. In this congregation, we live in a different world, and we bring water from places that have nourished our spirits over the summer. If we don't bring water with us, we have pitchers of water that you can pretend and just name as the water that you would like to lift up and feel gratitude for. I'm going to pour water into the bowl so that we can focus our thoughts on the people who are in the path of Hurricane Dorian. Katrina sang such a beautiful song. Many rivers to cross, and I can't find my way over. Wandering, I'm lost. I think a lot of us have that feeling from time to time that we're in a foreign land, that we're far from home or the home that we, we wish we had. We have rivers to cross of illness, of changing jobs, of moving from town to town, of family crises. We have rivers of all kinds to cross, and we need one another in order to have the strength to do so. The labor song says, many drops can turn a mill, singly none, singly none. And so in this sturdy vase full of our waters that we've poured in, we have a living symbol of our strength as a community together. We are the community, not just of First UU Austin, but of all the UU churches across the world and of all the people who have been fighting and will continue to fight for um, the beloved community, fighting with love, Thich Nhat Hanh would remind us to say. I love this about water that you can't tell when you're looking, like which water's from Brazil and which water's fancy bougie water and which water is from the Brazos. And you just, it's all water. And as Jim said, we're all water. So it's everywhere and it gives us life. And we have a right to water, and people around the globe have a right to clean water. I am so happy to have found out, preparing for the sermon, that Lake Erie now has rights as a body of water. They passed the law that people in Ohio can sue on behalf of Lake Erie, which has the right to flourish unpolluted. 
Isn't that wonderful? There is a nature rights movement that has been going on for the last dozen years where forests and rivers in uh, Ecuador and Colombia, India, New Zealand have rights as beings or bodies of their own. That makes all kinds of sense to me. Never made sense that the coal mine could, could toss waste into the river and then all the farms downstream got ruined. Never made sense. I um, spent 15 years in a textile town where people would tell stories of the rivers running red or green or blue, depending on what dye lot they were doing that day. And playing in the water, the kids would have come out with blue feet, green feet, red feet, and as grown-ups had weird cancers. They take whole tops off of mountains without asking the people who look at the mountains or live near the mountains. They, they just take we. By they, I mean we. So in the Western world, we're learning more and more to have not, um, this is the language of theologian Martin Buber, to not have an I-it relationship with nature, but to have an I-thou relationship with nature. And the more we think of nature as not an it, the more we will live with clean water and clean air. I think water is also a teacher, and we can look at the properties of water. Um, really, I don't know why I thought I would have time for a sermon. But <laughs> just look at the properties of water. Water is flexible, and water is merciless, and water is constant, and water, when it joins together, is powerful. And I think about us as drops of water joining together not just to fight for justice, not just to go down to the, to the offices and call and write letters, but also we do something by being kind to one another, and also we do something by, being, by handing water to the homeless person on the sidewalk or by sitting quietly and leaning into our own spirit so that we can become more sturdy and loving and open-hearted and less blown about by every wind of chance or fortune, either good or bad. That is not doing nothing. That is doing something for our world. The other thing I love about water is its persistence. It's flexible and it's persistent. And the, I don't know why, it made me think of the story of King Canute, who was uh, wandering down by the sea, not wandering, but taking a kingly walk. And... Um, <laughs> Surrounded, of course, by courtiers and sycophants and his cabinet members. And they were all saying to him, Oh, king, you are so wise. You have the greatest gut for decision-making ever. And we are honored to serve you and, and put forth your policies. And we have a great, great uh, praise for you and the way that you do everything. And you are all powerful. And the king wanted to put an end to this foolishness because he was a man of good sense. And he said, bring my chair down to the ocean, down to the edge of the ocean, and I will tell this tide not to come in. <laughs> now the courtiers looked at each other because they knew that what they'd been telling him about being all-powerful was kind of BS. But they thought he wanted to hear it because that's what they would have wanted to hear had they been king. And he had the crown and everything. So they shakily brought his chair down to the 
the edge of the sea, and he sat in it and said in a booming voice, Tide, I command you not to come in. Well, of course, the wave came and little rivulets came all around his feet and then went out. And he was like, how dare you touch my feet? I am King Canute and you have to do what I say. And the next little wave came in whoosh, all over his feet, up to his knees this time. And he just, I don't know what he said after that because um, there are many different stories. But in my interpretation of what he said, he said, I'm taking this crown off. Because it's giving everybody the wrong idea about who's in charge of everything. I am in charge of quite a lot because I am the king. But I am not in charge of everything. We'll let the queen of the universe be in charge of that or whoever. And I think if we join together to encourage one another's spirits, to sturdy one another, to help one another as we're crossing the rivers, then no company boss, no king, no president, nobody who is trying to make things unfair will ever be able to stand up against the people if we become like water, persistent, constant, constant, flexible, full of love, and together. Please say with me the words by which we extinguish our chalice. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we hold in our hearts until we are together again. My beloveds, sing with me if you care to. The lone wild bird in lofty flight is still with thee nor leaves thy sight, and I am thine, I rest in thee. Great Spirit, come and rest in me. Go in peace. This is a production of the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Austin. For more information, go to our website at austinuu.org.